Hey everybody, welcome to the Begging Boardcast episode number 233. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing the top geek stories of the past week. Next is a list of the books that we are looking for. Licking, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're licking I've, been, them. I've been drinking. Uh, looking <laughs> forward to a live to. audience and then you're <laughs> and all thrown off. Uh, the books that we are looking forward Some to. Some of them you could lick. Uh, coming out October 22nd, 2014. And then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. This week we're bringing you our monthly trade-in policy, and this is one of Paul pick, Paul's picks. Yes. We are bringing you Essex County, written and drawn by Jeff Lemire. And uh, as I said, I've been drinking, uh, <laughs> and that's a celebration because Chris is in studio. Hey! Kind I of don't a- know if our audio quality is any better than in seven. <laughs> no, we sound great no matter what. Yeah, true. He he only comes back for his birthday to get presents. <laughs> and But I always bring the gift of beer myself. And we bring you back the gift of beer. Right? <laughs> It's fairly incestuous with the gift giving. <laughs> uh, and uh, what did you bring us? What's first um, beer? Well, first of all, off, this is from Founders, uh, one of our favorite breweries located in Grand Rapids, Michigan. This is their Mosaic Promise. This is brewed with a single malt and a single hop ale. And this is um, their offering for Arch Prize, which I'm going to call over to you. Lexi, what is Art Prize? So you're going to have to get on to a microphone for this. Yep. So Art Prize is one closer. of the world's largest art competition. It boasts a $250,000 grand prize, and it is radically open to anyone who wants to submit from anywhere in the world. And uh, Grand Rapids just explodes all over the streets with art. It's a really uh, cool time to be from Grand Rapids, and it was fun while we had it around. Except yeah. for the traffic. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, so every September for two weeks, um, artists put artwork up within the city, and you can, like basically go like all over town, and you can see sculptures or artwork or movies that people have submitted, and then you can vote on which is your favorite one. And this year, uh, founders had this one as theirs. and <laughs> They submitted a beer. They have, they have a beer. And if you look at the label, they have a... Like stained glass portrait of a woman holding like wheat and hops. Oh. And this is actually a mosaic that they have in their brewery's tap room. So you can walk by and see this actually at Founders. And I, I always thought it was like really cool looking as it is, but it looks really good on a bottle of beer. But how does the bottle of beer taste? I think it tastes like a Belgian. I think it's a very kind of like a double or maybe even a triple. It's it's got a high alcohol punch to it i think and uh just i don't weedy. i don't i don't i it's I, weedy spidey it's weedy spicy. but there's still like a nice little, got, little big grapefruit a, and it's got the nice hops to it a little piney mm-hmm. i i like it and this is something that we cannot get out here yep that, and I, that's i looked i looked because you said you were going to bring it and i was like i wonder if it's something that we can get and well, no it's not well that's why i sent you that text because i since this is a michigan offering it is a limited release like they only had it for like the month of September. I was like, you might not be able to get it back in Buffalo. So I was happy to bring this to the table today. And I was also happy to drink it a bunch of times <laughs> over the past month because this is a really solid ale. Like it's nice and light. It's one of those really good anytime beers. Mm-hmm. It's like 5.5%. You can, 
burn on it though. Like really, yeah. I don't get any burn on it. I yeah, I, I I don't as well. It's like take another sip. I, I mean, this is smaller than mm-hmm. the Labatt's Prohibition series, Paul, <laughs> which I drank That's two of with dinner. No, that those were six percent. Those were six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I drank them. I feel like this has a like a little bit of an. Alcohol I don't get any it. alcohol on it. Like <clears throat> it's it's smooth. It's it pops with that kind of hop, mm-hmm. a little bit of a sweetness to it. It's good. I I really dig it. Okay. Yeah. I like it a lot. I mean, it's like it's it's like a a punched up pale ale. Yeah, you punched that pale. I I did, and mm-hmm. I called it Mosaic Promise. Paul, why don't you punch some news? I'll punch up some news. Uh, probably the biggest. Oh, punch news the I... news, Paul. We need that. Hey, okay. come on. I'm gonna punch down. it up with some so with some crazy news. HBO's announced that they're going to have their own online only <coughs> standalone service. Breaking through, punching out those cable subscribe subscriptions, and saying, "Hey, you want to watch HBO? Go ahead. See what I did there? Because it's called HBO Go. I gotcha. Yeah, we just talked about this. Though. We did <laughs> the dinner table, but though. we didn't talk about it with the <laughs> oh, internet. Not on the podcast. Yeah, just normal conversation just between normal. friends. Yeah. Oh, crazy how we do that. <laughs> exactly. Usually we I'm try there. not to talk about anything we're going to talk on the podcast. I, I said there's only one thing that I have for news, and this is it. <laughs> No, but the, like we said, this is smart on their part to not be tied to cable because right now with HBO Go, if you want to log into it on Xbox Live or like yep. PlayStation Network, you or have any internet. Yeah, you have to have all the information from your cable provider to put yep. in, and then you do the whole rigmarole where it's like, oh, now you have to activate go online and yep. activate it, which I always find just a pain in the dick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like having checks. to type in letters and numbers and online. It makes, it makes you check all the time, too. You keep uh, having to put in the code and everything. So, yeah, why not? Uh, why not? And I think that, I mean, they're, I, I imagine if this is going to go <coughs> big like this, it's not going to be the movies, mm-hmm. but it's going to be their own content, their TV shows, their comedy specials, different things like that that they've, their documentaries, um, which I think is good because they want and people want to watch those shows, those Game series, of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones, True Detective. I can't wait for season two of True Detective. It, it was amazing. I can't wait for I've it. I've heard good things, but there's so many shows that, like, every time I log into HBO Go to watch something, it's like, oh, they have this up there now well, too. Like, tonight. Yeah, like John Oliver. Awesome. I know. Like, I missed the uh, Daily Show, The Bugle. Oh, uh, The Bugle. But the Bugle's back. It, it's back now. Like, they've had like two yeah. actual episodes since. Uh, if you want, if you want to listen to a better podcast, go check out The Bugle. <laughs> Um, I don't. Here's the thing: like, have they announced how? I'm, I'm not lying, Paul. I, I know, but I'm not just lying. remembering the first time we listened to the Bugle together is when we got like... lost coming back from <laughs> b- buying fireworks down in PA. Yeah. But you have a ton of fireworks in your basement. Um, <laughs> but have they announced anything like how much this would cost? Because if they do include the movies, that might be like and a really good killer. purchase because they have stuff that you can't get on Netflix or. If you use Hulu Plus for movies, and I don't know why you would, because it's... Like, on HBO Go, I say there's about 30 movies at a time. Man of Steel. No, there's more. They have Man of Steel up right now, and I've been itching to watch it again. I I watched it on it, and I kind of want to go back. No, they have a good amount of movies. I'd say it's... 35 to 40. Like, I don't think it's... I'd say it's... It's it's not a huge amount, but there's stuff that it's like, oh my god, they have this. It's, I mean, for every, almost every letter of the alphabet, they have... 
okay. five to twelve no. movies. Yeah, I would not say no, not five to twelve. You were out, you were outnumbered. Yeah, where's, my, where's I, my tablet? I paged through it like quite a bit, and I would be surprised yeah. if it was more than forty. Go ahead yeah. and find your tablet. Yeah, you, we'll you, bring you, up you, the you next news. Which well, is, I, I'm afraid to bring up the next news because I feel like it's the biggest news story that we're going to have, and John's going to miss out on it because he's going to be counting how many movies. He can, you know what? If that's how he wants to waste his no, podcast time. I need this for the time. show anyway. Okay. Well, I need this for when we review Essex County. Well, I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to start off a little bit smaller in scale because recently uh, Time Warner had their annual investors call where they talked about a bunch of stuff coming up, and one of the things that they discussed was – the franchise for the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the spinoff from the Harry Potter universe. Mm-hmm. Um, they've said it will be at least three movies directed by David Yates, who did the last four Harry Potter movies. Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. Um, this is going to be telling the tale of Newt Scamander, the author who wrote the books about Fantastic Beasts and Where mm-hmm. to Find Them, who traveled around the world to see like hey here's this kind of dragon let me tell you about it and his started in new york city well he does that's where like the story starts off but he traveled around the world like outlining every single magical creature and his grandson actually marries luna lovegood what yeah if you want to get into like the crazy history that jk rowling has set up but you don't need to know but she's thought about it i thought the the book and the movies universes that's where they separate at Luna Lovegood Luna Lovegood she's the breaking point it's the breaking point because honestly it seemed like her and in the movies her and uh, Longbottom oh yeah like that's... are going to get married like and get it on but you're t- well, you meant to make it weird because <laughs> I have a weird thing for Luna Lovegood that's not a bad thing yeah, but yeah, to way to make it weird uh, but I I think this is really cool hopefully. These movies work out. I'm definitely looking forward to it because the actual Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them book, it's more like a booklet. Mm-hmm. It's a step above a pamphlet if you get that in the Quidditch through the ages. Mm-hmm. It's like 30 pages that you can scroll through. And it's like, hey, here's something about a blast-ended like, skewer. Like, It's a small paragraph, and then there's a note written in. It's like, oh, don't tell Haggard about this. Like. It's a fun little add-on book, but there's no substance to it. Mm-hmm. So if they can actually build this up and have it be a cool, like, globe-spanning adventure story about this person that's like, hey, why don't we have a book about all the weird, awesome creatures out there? I think it could be a lot of fun. I like, think it definitely could be a lot of fun. And they're going to be smart about it because they want that franchise. They want all those people that go see Harry Potter... Mm-hmm. I mean, those Harry Potter movies to go see this, and they're already. The news is out there. Everybody's been crazed about it when I'm, it was announced. I'm excited about it. Exactly. As soon as they announced it, I was like, okay. And now it's like, yeah, you know, it's going to be at least three movies. All right. Like, yeah, they've made movies out of shorter stories than that. <laughs> yeah, they have. Beowulf. <laughs> well, no, Beowulf's like 300 pages. I lied. Uh, but it's, Stephen yeah. King. Stephen King movies. Yeah, yeah, but Beowulf is in that old English, so. 300 pages is really just yeah. 18 in modern English. But I'm, I'm, We're quick and to the point. I'm sorry, because, John, you sat back down at the table. How many movies are available? Uh, I got to E, and I'd already counted 70. So do you guys want me to count all the way through that? E had 16 movies alone. 
16. Yeah, but how many of them are like the yeah. telenovela part one, that's, part two, part three? That's what gets me about that because it's like, like in like El Corazon and Fuego. Like it's yeah. it's the stuff that's like who's watching this? Like that should be on Hulu Plus. <laughs> I just like motioned over my shoulder because it's at the back of the line. Why, why are you making Hulu Plus the Rosa Parks of online streaming services? This is the movie part. They got the TV yeah, stuff. TV. They got the they got new TV it. right away. Hey, that's what they're, you're, that's what you're getting it their for. Their movies are severely lacking, and it's like they have a big Criterion why, collection. Though they do, they have the Criterion stuff. But even some of their TV shows, it's like wait, it's a lot. Of it's shit. all like Vietnamese soap operas. Because when you go to like like the newly added stuff, because it's like oh, I want to watch the new episode of Flash. Like oh, let me just see what they put up recently. It, it's a lot of stuff. It's like. Let me go through five pages of Korean television, Smash television. Okay, there's the new episode of Arrow. Yeah, you click, like, new episodes, and yeah. it's like, is this even on TV? Like, I don't know where this movie or show even comes from. So, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, HBO, HBO Go, uh, or whatever you wind up doing HBO, cool. Just don't be everything that Hulu Plus is. Hulu Plus... Get get your shit together. Netflix, you're fine. So during that Warner Brothers uh, presentation for their shareholders, did they announce anything else? They like did talk about things? a little bit of other stuff. Oh, just something small, right? Anything about the, the DC properties that they had listed uh, all the release dates but not what was going to be there? Strangely enough, they did. And they, did they add a couple too? They've, they've thrown a bunch of stuff in there because at this presentation, they did announce ten movies. There were the three... Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movies. Three more Lego movies. Wow. Yeah. A sequel to the Lego movie. A Lego... Uh, I, I don't know all the Lego stuff. Like and a, Heroes of Chima okay, yeah. or something. And a, They've been doing direct-to-DVD movies. But like, based off a TV like, show, too. Based off the success of the Lego movie, they're like, hey, people want to see these. Um, and then there's like another Lego Didn't movie. Didn't they announce a Batman Lego movie, too? Yeah. <laughs> Lego Batman movie? Yeah, like they're and, um, they're doing these. They Steven, also announced... Stephen Amell is going to be on for uh, Green Arrow on that. Yeah, and who's the Green Arrow be, uh, on Green Arrow on Arrow? Right, right. Yeah, and his brother's playing uh, cousin. Fire. His cousin's playing uh, Firestorm. Firestorm, Firestorm, who looks exactly like him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they did announce some movies. But is Will Arnett Arnett going to be Batman in the Lego Batman movie? I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I guess it was Batman well, this was just that Lego movie. This was just Probably them then? announcing the movies that they have okay. come up, which a lot of them have been rumored. Some not so much, and it's kind of like a surprise uh, because the first one, of course, is Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. We knew about that mm-hmm. coming out in 2016. The next one, though, is Suicide Squad. Wow! Also coming out in 2016, directed by David. Ayer Ayer, who just uh, Did, came up. Uh, Fury. Fury, which I saw. How was it? Good. Not great, but good. Uh, World War II? World War II. Movie? Tank movie? Uh, yeah, it takes it focuses around uh, five guys that are in the tank during World War II. <laughs> um, uh, but also, he's also, like, at this point now, he since the announcement, he started hinting at stuff, and we could get like Captain Boomerang in it. Also, there's been announcements or discussion of like, oh, their, we're talking to their, this person. Their wish list, yeah. which is uh, Will Smith. Bronze Tiger. Um, I, that, that's just my guessing. Like, 
I, see, I see. Will Smith, I think, would be a bet because I actually wanted to put this out for yeah. an episode, but we have too much coming up that we couldn't yeah. do it. We actually have stuff planned, guys. It's um, crazy. First time ever. But you like, know what? Whoa. Will Smith would be. I think Will Smith would be a de- better Deadshot. Really? I think he would be a better Deadshot than a. I uh, I really do not think they'd need to put Bronze. Bronze Tiger is such a weak character. Yeah, but but it's Suicide Squad, so you kill him. I, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I you're think gonna, he, I mean, we're going to sign Will Smith for a boatload of money. But here's the thing: him. he but you don't sign him for a buttload of mo- money. Uh, no, it's Will Smith. You sign him for a buttload. Uh, but here's the thing too: like you you give him Bronze Tiger. How many cameos you has don't, he done? You don't have him being like a crappy character then, because you have an actor that can actually bring depth to it yeah. and weight. Um, they also want uh, Tom Hardy, which I hope Bane. is I hope is not for Bane. Really? He already played. It, I, Bane. I know he's already played Bane, but. That's the that's the no brainer. Like yeah, I um, oh man, I'm, uh, I, I don't see him being like a dead shot or like a Captain Boomerang. Or I'd like to see him. I, I it's it's not it's not Suicide Squad. It's Secret Six. But I think Tom Hardy would be a good Catman. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also want um, they they could have any characters on this Suicide Squad too. That's yeah. the yeah. thing. So uh, yeah, they could have anybody, the and especially they want to because you already have a Suicide Squad. On TV, and Warner Brothers or CW is already talking about more spinoffs, which Suicide Squad would be a big spinoff for them for the CW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, they there's been a big suicide push. Even the Assault on Arkham, you know, the Batman directed DVD Assault on Arkham, which was the tie-in to the Arkham uh, Asylum trilogy of video games. It was basically a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like. Man, they've had and they relaunched. Push. They relaunched the comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even the last season of Smallville, the big episode was the Suicide Squad episode. Really? Like that was the whole thing with bringing them together. Like welcome to the Suicide Squad. And, yeah. Um, another character, they another actor they want is Ryan Gosling, who Marvel is actually going after for Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's another name that's been thrown into yeah. it. And he's another been his name was Ethan Haw- Ethan Hawke, and then yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor. And from what I hear on the Magnum broadcast, Ethan Embry <laughs> as well. Yeah. The guy with the... But I, then I also heard... Um, who else? Wa- I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was yeah. talked about for There's a while. There's been so many names. Uh, the, only, the only actor not attached to this has basically been Nicolas Cage at this point, and I think he's just waiting by the Colin phone port. Uh, well, he's... Aaron Culkin was attached for a while. <laughs> hey, he's done some great comic book movies. Dangerous Lives of Ultra Boys. Boys, and also uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, but then after Suicide Squad in 2017, we can expect Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So they are putting it down on paper, saying to the shareholders, like, no, we are going forward with this. Mm-hmm. Um, then in 2017, we will be getting Justice League Part 1, directed by Zack Snyder, which surprising sure. no one at that point. And then in 2018, The Flash, uh-huh. starring Ezra Miller, a completely separate project from what we have over on the CW's Flash show, which is doing really it's, well. It's doing really well. It's also far enough away that that show could be canceled by. Uh, but to, know, it could. It but, could be canceled. I'm just saying. Crisis on multiple screens. I'm just saying it could be canceled by 2018. So why not say somebody else is attached to it and differentiate, you know, have that differentiation between the two? It it could be canceled at that point, but with how well Flash is doing, I it's 
Small it's probably too years. early to say this, saying like, hey, you know what? I think this is something that might change or get switched or I pushed back so. because if Flash keeps doing as well as it's done just within the past like mm-hmm. two, three weeks – they might say, like, oh, you know what? Maybe we can tie this in because yeah. I, th- I, I think if anybody can do it, it'll be DC being able to be like, no, two different universes. Because, because you know that's what? what they're built I, on. That that is, but just like with not to give too much away for what you know our next week's episode is with the talking TV about shows. the TV shows. Grant Gustin sells it. He does a great. Out. He does like, a great job. He sells the Flash yeah. completely, and it's at this point. I don't want to see animals in that role. No, and I, I'm I'm not a big fan. I like I've seen the kid in a couple movies, but like he's two years younger than uh, Ezra Miller, who they're talking about yeah. playing Barry Allen, so the same character. He's he's two years younger than um, what we're getting right now. Which again, that's in three years he'll be playing that. But you got to think he's going to be in Justice League. He's might have an appearance in Batman Superman. And it's just like it's, it's just it's crazy to have a TV show and then do a movie that's totally different characters, totally different actors for the same character. Yeah, I, under, I, I understand how crazy it is, but if somebody's going to try to pull it off, it's DC. That's all I'm saying. And I, I don't think it's the smartest thing they, they they're I doing. I don't think it is the smartest. Well, but they've already said that their TV and their movies are completely separate. So. Well, something else that they're going to be trying. Go ahead and do it. They to, already st- the, not to tease too much our next episode but at the very end of the flash they tease the red sky and a crisis coming so so they could they could they could say two different universes and well something they also try to do in a tv show that paul's watched the flash that never wound up happening is aquaman but they've announced hey we are doing an aquaman movie and Attached to play Aquaman is Jason Momoa from Game of Thrones. He played Kel Drogo. He's long been rumored as appearing as Aquaman, but they're always like, no, no. No. But now they're finally saying, like, no, this is happening. And also kind of rumored to be appearing in it, uh, Ocean Master, Black Manta, and Mirror. So it looks like we will be getting, like, the full breadth of Aquaman. But when he was at a comic book convention recently, he was asked about Aquaman. He was like, you know what? I know what you guys know. Like Everything you're hearing is just talk, uh, but I'm really excited for what they're doing. And that's uh, also... Okay, Aqu- I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't have anything to do. That's, that's I, also in 2018. I think if you're going to do an Aquaman movie, you need a guy that just is total badass looking. Because he's... Aquaman is kind of that joke character, which I think... It's changed a lot in the last couple of years. Well, I especially with Jeff Johns' run. And here's the thing too, like I just redid the bathroom as Aquaman theme. And part of that was actually buying the Aquaman like volume one trade from the Jeff Johns like relaunch with the new fifty two. Could like, have given trench. you those issues. And I know, but I it was something but that But he I wanted, wouldn't like, have redone his bathroom with it. it it's something that was cut up. up the volume to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, okay. It's something that was like Did you read it first? Well, no, no, because no, I read those issues. No, here's the thing. I read those issues. Like <laughs> but it was something that I could cut up and like put up on the walls. Like the Aquaman bathroom is really cool, guys. You don't even know. It's but totally go- decoupaged, guys. It is. It's so cool. But going back and like rereading that, I mean, like it does pay homage to the fact that, like, yeah, Aquaman's a joke character. You just said you didn't reread it. 
Chris, did you read? Did you read the trade? Yeah, yeah, well, of course I did. As I was tearing it apart <laughs> to put up in the bathroom, you're like, no, he's rereading it now while he's peeing. It's great. <laughs> it's on the wall. He, he can read. It. But that story was very much as like Aquaman's a joke, and the outside world treats him as that. But mm-hmm. he is a badass. Will there be a Mira movie? There, there. It is rumored that Mira will be appearing. I don't know if you heard that, but Lexi asked from off microphone, like, is she going to be in there? You just like her because she has red hair. Have you had this and one yet? You also have heard. Yeah, I had this on the show. It's good. It's really good. Um, but Aquaman, Aquaman in 2018. Then following up... Wait, what was the trade for Aquaman bathroom? Also a picture of Mira in the bathroom. Oh, but okay. also Mira appears because in the bathroom, too, because she's badass and has green hair. Uh, and she red can, hair. Like, she, red hair. And but she, she wears green. Yeah, she, she wears green. Uh, and she can control water. Um, but then in 2019... We talked about this on the show already, but Shazam starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As Black Adam. As Black Adam. <laughs> we don't have a Shazam yet. But still, whatever. Um, and then in 2019, we also have Justice League Part 2. They are going ahead and saying, like, no, we have enough faith in everything that we have coming up that uh-huh. we're doing not one, but two Justice League movies. They had enough faith to announce a uh, Joss Whedon Wonder Woman movie also, though. So Yeah. You know, but, I, I like it. I'm, I'm glad that they have the hoot spot to do all this announcements and everything. But uh. at this point, I feel like they're already throwing the money behind Batman, Superman. Yeah, and like, they're trying to build that universe. And they're, they're building the universe through Batman versus Superman. So and they also we say, gotta hope that Batman versus Superman makes money because if they it opens up with eighty million, I think they're going to. I think that's half the reason why they moved it from. Yeah. You know, yeah, opposite Captain America, but they also said that Superman and Batman will have sequels during this whole thing. They too. will also have their own movies. They don't have like dates, dates or like years were announced. But mm-hmm. also coming out of the Batman Superman movie, we will be getting Cyborg in 2020 as well, starring Ray Fisher, who is going to be appearing as Victor Stone in Batman Superman. And then finally rounding up the announcement is Green Lantern. Which which we do not know which Green Lantern. Yep. And we won't know till we yeah, we won't. Justice League probably. And what's and this is what I love about comic book movies and hate at the same time. People are already like rumoring that we're not gonna have Green Lantern in the Justice League movies, but he's gonna be appearing at the end of the first one to announce that Darkseid's coming. And then Justice League 2 is going to be Darkseid because the first Justice League movie is going to be Brainiac. Okay. But this is all just people being like... Yeah, speculation. Oh, I heard this is happening. But they heard it because someone said, I heard this is happening. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But reportedly, coming up from this call, Green Lantern will be a complete reboot. Yeah, um, not not based off of the Ryan Reynolds movie at all. Have, have any of us gone back and rewatched it at all? I haven't. I only watched it in the theaters the one time with you guys. I, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times uh, since it, it's come out. It's not something that I've been avoiding, but I just I haven't watched it because it's one of the things. Like I haven't seen it available to just rewatch. Yeah. I think I'm I've seen it you guys once. Were such big Green Lantern. Well, we were all yeah. such big yeah. Green Lantern fans. I, that we I didn't still go love Green Lantern. Bye. 
and buy it. And I think I but, still uh, think I still say it's not a bad movie, but there's lots of those comic book movies that I don't go back and watch. And and here's the thing, like there's a lot of movies that I just don't buy anymore. Like I have a lot of the Marvel movies. You just bought all the Marvel but movies. But I literally lately. just bought all of those mm-hmm. to show them to Lex. And like the other movies I've bought within the past like year or two have been like Mary Poppins because like I fucking want to yeah, watch Mary Poppins. For you. By the way, this is the one or episode like where we three lose amigos. all our girl les- listeners. They where they like oh no uh, you know the, these guys are all taken. <laughs> these guys are all taken. <laughs> what am I what am I holding on to? Yep. Just keep listening, baby. Things are things are gonna change for you. Uh, I never checked so into the. Lexi laughed. At that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never checked into the last year. I got to do that quick. Um, and who's to say which Green Lantern we're gonna get? There's so many. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really hope they don't go Hell Jordan again. I want to see them go a little bit different. Do you want to go Kyle Guy? I, uh, I don't think Guy's relatable enough. Guy I is think, a reaction to Hell. Yeah, I think if you go. <laughs> I do think Kyle would be a good pick, just because it's more schlubby like, every man than you had with Hal. I think John Stewart. I think there's more kids that grew up with John Stewart with the Justice League True. cartoon, and now and by that time the Justice League cartoon will be over like 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also you have um, you have the uh, the other Green Lantern that Jeff Johns created, Simon Baz, who appeared in Justice League of America, and then. In some random issues of Green Lantern, and then it's and then he, but yeah, and then he has really. a new female Green Lantern too, who's powering though from like the crime syndicate. Oh, yeah, like it's because yeah. like she has the ring from like Power Ring hmm. after like Forever Evil, which I haven't read anything of, so I don't, I can't say too much, but I know about have it. Have Jade because it's. I hate the new 52 and just being like, nope, Legacy's dead. Yep. Uh, but you know who they are bringing back, DC? Who? Damian Wayne. Oh, uh, see, tie-ins. Issue, segues. I think, 33 that comes out, not 33, 38 that comes out in January. Um, solicitations uh, of Batman and Robin. Solicitations okay. were going to spoil the reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, so a so day, we're spoiling it for you now. A day, be, a day before it was supposed to come out, Peter Tomasi, who found out that they were going to show the cover, mm-hmm. put it out on his Twitter picture of Robin and saying Batman and Robin. So he Peter Tomasi spoiled it before it could be spoiled by DC. Okay. So we are getting Damian Wayne back. I mean, it's it's with everything they've been doing with mm-hmm. that whole yeah, Batman Ro- Batman and Robin book for the past they were year. It's back been Damian. re like. Batman getting ready to bring him back. Dude. Yeah, doing everything he can to bring that song back, who in the comic books didn't seem like he cared too much about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still am of the belief that Damien is Dick Grayson's Robin, not yeah. Bruce Wayne's Robin. I, no, I, I, I would I, agree. I, I agree. And and I also, I at the time that they were going to kill him, I was very much against it. But once they Have killed him, I was yeah. totally fine with it. Have you read like the original like thing with uh, Grant Morrison though, like saying no, he was I wasn't even going to keep him around that long. Like yeah. he was supposed to be in that first couple issues and then die. Like Talia was going to kill him like right off the bat, and then you know 
we, we wanted to have more fun, and there was this other story that I wanted to tell, and it worked with him being Dick Grayson's Robin, and it just... I, I haven't kinda, seen that, but... Yeah. yeah, he wanted him to show up and just I, be like... I am glad they kept him around for a little bit, because mm-hmm. he was a great character, whether you loved him or not, like, he evoked some sort of response mm-hmm. from you. And uh, I, I did when he was on the when he was on the page. I did like him, no matter what he was doing. Well, kind of relating to that as well as our like previous news, uh, pseudo confirmation that actress Jenna Malone will be playing Carrie Kelly in Batman vs Superman. Jenna Malone, it's the girl in Saved. Okay. Um, uh, sucker, sucker, punch. Boys, sucker okay. punch. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, yeah. The pregnant girl and saved. What's, yes. What's the um, Hunger Games? The second one. I still haven't seen any of the Hunger Games. Never seen. I enjoyed them. Mocking. I, I forget things. Um, but and this was all stemmed off the fact that still starving. People saw her like near the set, and she had like a short haircut, and it was dyed red, and it was like. Oh, she's an actress, right? What's she doing in town? I really hope they. Aren't. And then it was like, oh, like, oh, she's in the movie. I really hope she, they're not going that way with with her. I'm I'm okay with it because what if it feeds into the whole thing where like Batman does have like the Robin that's been crippled due to his war on crime? Like, what if they go that route and say like, no, he has had a Robin and things didn't work out or so good. he has had Robins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that uh, in that case, yes, because then you're just going to be hoping for some kind of Nightwing or I'm always hoping Dick for Grayson. Uh, have you seen the Nightwing web episodes that some guy... Uh, no. Some guy started a Kickstarter to be able to make a web series with Nightwing and they've been pretty good. I no, think they're I, up I to like three of them. First one is just Deathstroke slaughtering people, <laughs> and then Nightwing trying to track them down. It's really well done. No, I might have to I'll check that out. I'll try to find that and send it to you. Yeah. Uh, why don't you put that over on the Bag and Board Facebook? Yeah, I will. Yeah. If you look over on the Bag and Board Facebook, you can see two web series, much like this, Dirty Laundry, which is the Punisher, Thomas Jane thing, and also the Spawn. Yeah. Uh, uh, we put that up talking yeah. to uh, Will. Will. Mathis. Yeah. yeah. Over on the Facebook. And if you see any fan-made videos on the YouTubes or on the interwebs, you can always post those links right to our Facebook page. Uh, and if you're interested in finding out more about that, keep it locked there. Well, do we have is any other... Sh- is that our show? <laughs> oh. Well, do we have any other news? No, but comment on our Facebook page below and let us know what you think about... I don't know. <laughs> well, in reviews on iTunes. <laughs> We, we, we might have any more news, but we at least have another beer. Yes, we, we do. do. Um, and this is from Michigan's New Holland Brewing. I had this on the show once before. And where's New Holland located? I don't know. Where's hey, New heaven. Holland locating? Is it, it's nor- actually located in Holland, Michigan. Oh, It's in Holland, Michigan, which is Not north. In north? No. I'm pretty sure this, is, this comes uh, from heaven. Uh, north of Grand Rapids? It is. It's south. Like I've always said, north is the new south. <laughs> south is the new what It doesn't matter. This is Ichabod. This is their pumpkin ale. Um, I had this like maybe four or five episodes ago. Um, 
it this is their pumpkin offering and it is spiced up this to shit. is pumpkin pie pumpkin cookie pumpkin anything this is like that not so sweet pumpkin that you like this is a I don't want to say strong contender to go up against pumpkin, but I, if you I like would what say it is a strong contender, I, I would still go towards pumpkin. But if you like what pumpkin has to offer, but you think it's too sweet, try, yeah, this is more of that spice and pumpkin actual taste. I don't know if this is actually like a yam beer too, brewed with nice uh, pumpkin sweet. spices with spices added. This is a very nice, sweet, robust, spicy beer though it's if you were like i want pumpkin pie in the glass get this this will be happy this is this is more pumpkin pie than i think uh pumpkin is like pumpkin has more like just like that sweet roundness Mm -hmm. i think that's from like the yamminess of it yeah it's definitely this is definitely not as sweet this is more pumpkin ninny Mm -hmm. this is good I really like this. I, I like this too. I, I like this smiled, a lot. And I no, this around is... the room looking to see who was seeing me smile and only. You were. I, <laughs> I, I got no, a call because I was like, I gotta pour this. I no, I I like this beer a lot, and I, I feel bad because Taylor not just Swift has a new album out. By not, the way. Who? Taylor Swift. Oh fuck you. <laughs> um, Actually, from everybody years, knows that, Paul. From years of not just the podcast, but just drinking beers. Like, I've had so many pumpkin beers where I'm like, eh. Yeah, it's it it's a pumpkin beer. There's only a couple that have... That you go, this is a pumpkin beer. And unfortunately, like, two of those big ones for me have been Pumpkin and Warlock, Warlock. both from Southern Tier. Yeah. But then this one, I was like, oh, like, this... This has what I like, this, and it's just not overly sweet. Yeah, it's it's not the sweet pumpkin pie taste, and this is fantastic. I think, I think I would take this over a pumpkin. Really? I, yeah, I, de- I I definitely would. I'm saying like real pumpkin, cinnamon, and nutmeg enrich this amber brew. Uh, for pairings, they suggest roast poultry, root vegetables, peanut sauce, and caraway. And and so I'm guessing I, I always like root seeds. for my vegetables. I know like, you're a big proponent of the vegetable. Root, root, root. I'm gonna say this like this. This goes in number one. Warlock and Pumpkin, I think, are tied for number two. Mm. They both belong in that slot. And then number three is Dark of the Moon from uh, yeah, it's so from good. so that's cinnamon, just, so much cinnamon. That's I would just, never tell somebody it's a pumpkin beer. I would just <laughs> it's a cinnamon it's beer. Just, I'd be like cinnamon. I'm beer. I'm actually surprised because. I thought you guys would be like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's a good pumpkin beer. Like I mm-hmm. didn't think I would get this response That's from really good. bringing it back. Uh, no, I <laughs> I love this beer. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want to seal that other bottle from uh, your dad? Then? Yep. <laughs> Take it. No one's getting he it. He won't know unless he listens to this episode and recommends it to his friends. <laughs> he doesn't have any friends. He's gonna you tell me about it. I'm going to recommend a comic book coming out this week. October 22nd. Chris, what book are you looking forward to coming out October 22nd? This is a tough call for me because, I mean, our commander number one is coming out from DC Comics. This is a twofer. If Uh, you're going to pick any book from DC Comics, it has to be Wonder Woman number 35. (laughs) The wrap-up of Brian Azzarello and Cliff King's incredibly amazing one 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 run it is going to be the if anybody says oh what's a wonder woman book i should read they'll be like 
pick up issues 1 through 35, plus the zero issue of Wonder Woman. And forget the point issues, because those are stupid, because of the Forever Evil tie-ins. I'm... It's a three-year epic opus on the Wonder Woman character, and it is... It has to go down. I think it will go down as one of the greatest uh, comic book story telling epics ever. We've talked about this. That's a horrible sentence, and I apologize. No, it's okay, because we've talked about this before. Like, We're not big Wonder Woman fans, but, Paul, you have bought and read every issue mm-hmm. of this Wonder Woman uh, run. And before that, I read some of the Greg Rucka stuff, which I really liked. I read the oh um, the Jodie Picoult stuff. I read some of the Gail Simone stuff. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is just one of those characters that I have a passing interest mm-hmm. for. But if I had to go back and read a Wonder Woman book, it would probably be the Brian Azzarello, Cliff Chang stuff. You're you're measuring your beers. I have another one here. If you guys want to take like it. full beers each, like, split it. Look, I had a sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, yeah. My we're pouring out the next beer. This beer. I, I thought you liked it enough that you would drink a full one, so I was like, oh, open one for John, too. Mm-hmm. I like this. It tastes like licking an envelope. <laughs> You're such a weird dude. You're so uh, fucking weird. No, but I, I'm, I'm saddened by the fact that Wonder Woman <laughs> is ending. Um, because it's been like yeah. this has been the but it's art- been building and it's been building and it's. It needs, you kind of need that, like, it to come to its epic its conclusion. I, but here's the thing, you need it to, but you don't want it to. Like, no. I equate Wonder Woman to Marvel's Hawkeye. Like, this is that book that it's different from everything else they're doing. It exists in kind of its own mm-hmm. little corner. Yeah. But that's, that's, it's a cozy little corner. Like, once you're in there, it's like, a, but it's you, a you have like this corner. You have this comfy little chair that you it's can sit in. It's a Parthenon of a corner. You have a little, like, a tea kettle there, and it's steep in your favorite blend, and you just sit on in your home. How much? How much did the tea cost you? Uh, I don't know the price, but it was steep. Oh, mm. oh. So you're looking forward to Wonder Woman annual, huh, Chris? No, um, oh, annual but, number thirty-five. Oh, 35? I, I was talking about Wonder Woman because, like, this is one of those series that I'm ready, willing, and able to like read all yeah. of. Yeah. It's one of these days if I have a long weekend, that's that's my long weekend. That can't happen cuz I have all of your copies. <laughs> I and I have not yet read them. I yet. have my digital ones that plus I need those books back because I'm not going <laughs> to buy them again digitally. Uh, if they were no, on 99 fine. cent sale then maybe. It's one of those things that I was 30. going to read them but then I had to read Essex County <laughs> and that stole my soul. <laughs> um I don't know, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Arkham Manor number one mm-hmm. by Jerry Duggan, but is it list worthy? I don't know. Is that de- it's definitely monthly look back worthy mm-hmm. because Arkham Asylum is just fucking crazy right now with everything that's happening what? in Arkham. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, okay, but is it with, crazy? with Batman Eternal, um, you can't keep people over the mouth of hell, so. Wait, Bruce, it's a Hellmouth from, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? That's what I was going for. Uh, if you're, hey, Paul, have you caught up on Batman Eternal? Uh, no. Yeah, well... Have I caught up on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No. This show ended, like, 13 years ago. I know, and <laughs> I ended that show after season three. 
what I, what I do think is funny is he has like issue one, 13, 17, and maybe like 20 that he's bought for no reason because <laughs> we've been buying all of them. That's so crazy. We're not crazy. No, it's a good series. No, we can't wait for you. Um, but oh. Bruce Wayne has pledged his childhood home to become the new Arkham Asylum. So Wayne Manor is now Wayne Asylum. But that's not the book that I'm picking for the list. That's right. Like I said at the beginning, this is a, a twofer because I was just going to slide that one under the radar. Oh. So because I'm picking... looking forward to The Wicked and the Divine, number five, by oh. Kieran Gillen. I thought you were doing Wonder Woman. No, Paul did oh, Wonder Paul Woman. Paul did Wonder Woman. Yeah, like I said, you were not a... paying attention. Why did he throw it to you and then take it for himself? Because that's what we that's do. That's what we've been oh. doing, oh. remember? Oh. So every week. Okay. Oh. That we, we, do we like, like, like hey, every Paul, what are you looking week? forward to? Listen, well, why don't you ever pay attention to I don't listen to this show. I don't listen to this show. Your chair actually fell down, Paul. I think he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Probably. It's okay. He also doesn't like Wicked and Divine. I know, but I'm I do, and I do I'm too. looking forward to Wicked and Divine number five by Kieran Gillen with art by Jamie McKelvin because this book's a lot of fun. We're getting to know more of the gods with every single issue, and we're finding out who's actually behind the framing of Lucifer, and it's not who you think it is. Huh? Um, I'm so I, I didn't even have an idea because it's so well, out it, there. It doesn't matter like what you think. <laughs> uh, this is one of those books that I'm really glad exists because while I'm reading it and I'm enjoying it, they do something and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And it's one of those things like, this is why I'm glad comic books exist. And the fact that this is an ongoing just makes me even happier because oh, this yeah. is one of those books that I will keep picking up. I, and I'm glad you are because I keep reading it. Well, hey, I, I'm I, glad you're enjoying it too. I like. To, I'm glad to know I'm not alone on the side of the table. I, I like to amass um, a couple issues and then read them bulk, kind of together. Like, so you've been keeping up on it. I've been keeping up okay, on like, it. I haven't read the last issue. I read when they're in the diner and then the one god comes up. I read up to that part, but I didn't finish that issue. Mm-hmm. So that was like number four. I haven't yeah. finished number four. Like number three was a lot of fun with like Morgan and like Baphomet. Yeah. And it's just like, just, fuck you, I'm Baphomet. I'm crazy. Subway <laughs> fight. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. It, I've enjoyed it. it. It's the great, art is great in it. The art is great in it. The story is great. It's Jamie McCauley captures book. characters and like emotions so well that he's one of those artists that I'm glad just – he does these a little bit more – and this isn't a Young Avengers joke, but these kind of like low-key characters – because eh, Loki was in Young Avengers. Whatever. Fuck you. I got, you. I got that. <laughs> um, I was also thinking that maybe you were going with his whole like musical thing because he has music and I'm low key. As in, you know. that, that also does work. Mm. It, it's This is one of those books that just delivers on every front. And I'm glad that Jamie McKelvey and Kieran Gillen are like frequent co-collaborators at this point because they work, they work great together. They work so well together. But uh, what are you like, checking out, John? Uh, I'm picking up a book, an, a new number one from Image, only because it sounds a lot like the premise from uh, House of Mystery from Marvel, Disney. What was it? Secrets of the Weird. Secrets of the Weird. Okay. Uh, this, I love Secrets This of the follows weird. the, the world-famous Latmere family who are 
renowned paranormal fighters. Um, the parents are killed. Forces of Darkness are going after the two children, and it's up to them to gain the ability to fight this evil that their family has been fighting for centuries. This sounds like Seekers of the Weird. I think I'll like this. Right? And what's and even the name like, of the book? Goners. Uh, Goners. I'm sorry, but like, it's got that zombie, but then like the kids are the uh, the O part. Yeah, like the cutout in the O. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be a fun book. And who's it? Yeah, who's written, this? Uh, this is written by Jacob Shema and Jorge Corona. I don't oh. know either one of them, but you Corona's know Corona's even better with lime. Mm, no. It's not. It, it uh, makes the bile taste slightly disappear. I don't know. This, this is a book that I'm... It sounds like it's right up my alley. Like, yeah. I think this will be fun. I think it's going to be a fun book. Um, it looks... Like, the cover kind of seems fun. It... It looks like it might be a uh, kind of a takeoff of Seekers of the Weird, Venture mm. Brothers, who knows what. Um, but looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to talking about this beer. Well, you're in luck because we have this beer in front of us. <laughs> what um, beer is it? Also from New Holland Brewing, this is the Carhartt Woodsman. This was done in collaboration with Carhartt. The outerwear manufacturer, oh. in celebration of their 125th anniversary. Was this soaked in canvas? Um, no, it was aged in barrels, though. Oh! Um, this is locally grown Cascade hops, be, uh, bringing a brightness to a barrel-aged American pale ale. Malt sweetness and a toasted oak combine for a smooth, refreshing finish. For pairings, they say burgers, barbecue, and a job well done. I read that along with you on the back of the bottle. Hey, that's great. It's almost like a dramatic reading. But we're not there we're yet. We're not there yet. Guys, you don't get that envelope tasted at all on this? I, you know what? When you say envelope, yeah, but it is like a, like a bready, yeasty, mm-hmm. really heavy flavor. For a pale ale, this has got a lot of depth, a lot of weight to it. I, I got this actually on tap at the brewery. It's a flannel and, shirt of beers. And that's the thing. Like, I do not like pale ales, but I saw that it was barely. I was like, okay, like, if it was just, like, a pale, I would not have tried it. But the fact that it was a pale ale aged in barrels, like, all right, I'll get that shot. But this is a pale ale that... It has depth. I will character, drink. It has flavor. Yeah. I just wish, like, I wish I knew what kind of barrel it was. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming it's probably just like your typical like oak, oak barrel. barrel. Yeah, um, but it it, it has a little bit of that oakiness. A little bit. Toast. But it's got it's, a nice toastedness. Mm-hmm. It's it's like if it's kind of um, the grown up brother of toasted lager from Blue Point because you have okay. that. Toast, you have huh, a I toast. To, I need to think that. You have, continue. You have a toastedness, and then you have a more full body than the toasted lager. It leaves everything dry though. It's yeah, it's not a quenching beer, but I can see what you're saying. Like it's but toast lager, like that's a full rich and like I feel it has a completely different mouthfeel. This is just like that's why this is the grown up. It just brother of it. This is the grown up brother that's always asking to borrow money from yeah. you. Yeah, um, I didn't say it was like the role model. It's, <laughs> oh, okay. I I really like this, and no, the I fact that it. I was a, like they had it bottles, like oh. This is something that I will gladly bring to the table because it's so different. Like, we've had so many barrel-aged beers here before, but 
a barrel aged pale ale that just caught my attention and oh, yeah. it's it's kept it because like how long I, can you age a pale without it losing all that hoppiness and it's it still has that little bit of hop but it's I I really like it. Like this is a pale ale that I would drink because pale ales there's nothing to them. Like I might as well just be ordering a water alongside a better beer. This I this I would drink. This I will drink. This I am drinking. You know. Oh yeah. Way to conjugate. Thank you. Estoy esta estamos. I don't know. I haven't taken Spanish in like twelve years. Now. Yeah, we we can hardly read any other language other than English, and we prove that each and every week with a dramatic reading. And now, a dramatic reading from Space Mountain, volume number one, by Brian Q. Miller and Kelly Jones. I'm sorry. What was the middle initial? Q. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 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 I was trying to flip through to find a page. Um, page 64. Panel number one. Oh. <laughs> we talked about this before. You won't get away with this, Krill. <laughs> You're wrong, Captain. My dear Captain. I already have. Welcome to Tomorrowland. And that was a dramatic reading from Space Mountain, volume number one, page 64, panel one. I'm proud of that pick because I basically got the titular line right <laughs> in it. That's all you need to know about Tomorrowland. That's all you need. If you, if you think you want more, listen to episode number like 228 or 229. And then you'll realize why they've never had a volume two. Because it's not a very good. Hey, in talking about things that people don't think are very good, Essex County! Written and drawn by Jeff Lemire, coming out of... Who did it? Was this an Omni? or It's your thing, man. You should hold the book. Find out. Oh, Top Shelf. That's, that's right. Top um, Shelf. The reason I picked this book up is because I really liked uh, Craig Thompson's Blankets. Also from Top Shelf. And uh, also has a very similar packaging <laughs> when you're talking about it. And also writer-artists doing a very small, you know, insular, uh, character-driven narrative, you know, um, storytelling. And they both seem somewhat autobiographical, but this... Essex County tells the story of basically three different people, uh, and definitely all not Jeff Lemire. <laughs> In fact, none of them seem like Jeff Lemire. It seems uh, maybe these are people that he met or just inspirations from people that he people grew up around people he with. knew in his small town. Mm-hmm. In his small town, and uh, I really liked it. I really dug all the story beats in here. Uh, I thought it was very personable or personal storytelling. Why do you have Pennywise as the background on your tablet, John? Come on, that's fucking cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. Scary! It's Halloween time. I'm gonna get you. But I do exactly believe... Why it's I, I like him looking out of the sewer grate better, but, you know. I, well, I, I, I couldn't do. find that on Tumblr. You can find that. <laughs> Paul, your book. You're talking about it. <laughs> But I do believe Blankets overall is a better singular Why didn't we do that one? I've never read it. 
you've never read blankets? No. That's th- why we didn't do it because nobody could believe that you never read. Blankets. Here's here's the thing. I think blankets really are, is a lot more relatable. Yeah. Um. This is. Yeah. Small stories from a small town, and if you didn't grow up in a small town in Canada, maybe you didn't meet anybody like this. But uh, no, I still think it was very well done, very well. I think it was a well done book, but I had absolutely no connection to it. Uh, yeah, that's Chris's point. Too. Yeah, and and I I read because like, I read it all digitally. I read it all the way to mm-hmm. what you say were the extra stories in it, and I don't think it was a horrible story. This came I, out I, as uh, single issues, and then they were collected in their own books, you know, and then or no, they didn't come out. They came out in three parts. You had, from Top Shelf, you had the first one, which is the story of the boy and his baby dad, uh, which we learn later on in the second story that, yes, is the father. And then... Uh, well, they give you, they kind of yeah. give you that. And, and then the second story, which is, you know, old hockey hockey players and a... Uh, unworked you know, some unrequited love kind of story, you know, love triangle, and then the night nurse, you know, yeah. uh, uh, and, the, no, and the third. And then the, this is the top shelf collected edition, the complete <coughs> Essex count. I, I, think, I uh, think the way the story is unfolded, especially the main bulk of the story, which is the story of this hacker player's life, looked back upon while he's suffering Dementia, dementia and Alzheimer's. It it is a little, a little heart wrenching, and that's. I I really didn't care for book one. Okay, book but one is book this, one is the story of like, a kid that is orphaned because his dad's nowhere to be found and his mom died of cancer and he's living with his uncle and mm-hmm. like he has dreams of being a superhero. It's like it's an escapism yeah. type tell. Um, book one did not catch my interest at all but as soon as you start book two mm-hmm. it's still the same style of artwork like the characters are still drawn the same way but Jeff Lemire like he steps up the art game a ton with drawing like the crowd scenes at the hockey games and like the city the, the cityscape well, and then like the actual a like, chance in that story to draw the cityscape versus the small town versus but it, it goes from like, like drawing like draw? I'm drawing I'm drawing a farm yeah but then to go from that to like hey here's like five news articles on the same page outlining like this local hero like mm-hmm. hey he's playing hockey like it's a big step up and that's where I was kind of like. Oh wow! I, okay, I I get Jeff Lemire now because he is at that point still driving it home. Like he's still telling that small town story, but it's mm-hmm. the small town story in the big city at that point. And there's a lot of love, but and a lot of work behind and it. There's nothing that character that you're following. You feel for him as this old man, mm-hmm. but then. You don't feel you for don't him. feel for him anymore once you find out why he's that lonely old man. Like that's all upon his choice, and it isn't all about him yeah. being a loner and how more and more he becomes isolated from the world. But he could have made steps to change that, and he did not. Well, he, he was he just removed from it because he got away from the one thing that kept him 
going, which was his family. And then when he made that one mistake, he felt so like he distanced he himself feel, out because he felt like he was being distanced. He felt he didn't deserve that connection anymore because he made that mistake. I think he was punishing himself. But even yeah, he he was punishing himself. But it's a choice that he made. And even when I mean, he even again. When he has a chance okay. to, to We've get... been dancing around it. Spoilers yeah. Uh, yeah. for Essex we, County. This book's been out for like yeah. six years now? Since I've had my gallbladder out, at least. So <laughs> When was that? I don't remember. You, have, you don't have a gallbladder? Why am I friends with you? Oh, it's not a lot um, in there. Thanks. <laughs> well, you, you gave me such heck last time for my poor, Did, and you're like... You can take some out of this. Have a splash. I didn't realize how much I had taken. It's okay. And you're... Uh, I do like the thing about, like, the author at the back is, like, Jeff Lemire as a little kid, like, for it's like his, like, hockey, hockey it's picture. It's a hockey mm-hmm. picture. See, well, I mean... Okay, I, so I, did we say the spoiler? This is 2009. No, but... Okay. The spoiler is, uh, they're two brothers. Uh, the one brother's kind of the goonish, better hockey player, and, uh... He gets mar- he gets married and falls in love, but the other brother is more talented and he's playing hockey in the big he's, city. He's a bruiser. He's a big ox no, of a man. That's the brother. The main character is oh, the, yeah. Know, the main character more, is more skill yeah. and he plays and he plays pretty well, but not enough to get. <laughs> Stop putting my keys so far away from me. They're in front of me. Yeah, they're my keys. I will never tell the story of this story. No, you're telling it. All right, I'm living it. <laughs> And uh, the the professional hockey player has a one-night twist, uh, twist with uh, his brother's fiance, And she's pregnant, gets pregnant, and uh, he doesn't tell him, tell his brother that that might be his kid. And instead of becoming oh a God. professional hockey player, uh, the big bruiser goes back to live on the farm. But he kind of suspects... And kind of knows that maybe this is not my son. And the the main character, who's I can't remember his name. It's been Joe, Vince, Lester, no, Ken, (laughs) no, no, Vince, old man, the old man that we're following. Uh, He he feels like he can no longer talk to his brother or really be involved in his brother's life because he's so ashamed of what he did and he grows out and finishes his you know career you know his minor league career vince vince was the bruiser and uh you know and he just it's feels jim, then jim? wasn't jim his brother it lou 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 and vince so Lou, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's, I'm so sorry. Listener. No, no, it's okay. There's a lot of characters in this book, and like Jeff Lemire's. No, there's not. No, but there are five. <laughs> but they're all like <laughs> careful. six. Uh, but they're all drawn like very scraggly. Yeah, they're they're they've lived hard lives. This is art style. But you're yeah. seeing Beth and Mary. He drew well, them the same. But they're supposed to because he even I, says yeah, you I look know. like I know. you look just like your mother. Or a shortcut. It's okay. Speaking <laughs> picking bites. It's not it's Paul, it's one of those of it's one of those it's 
It's a big beer. It is. It and is you want beer. one of them. Okay, let's talk about this beer as you open that one up. And I'll take half. Uh, so you guys can split yeah, the other half. I'll so we'll finish the rest of it. Uh, this is Pilgrim's Dole. This is a wheat wine ale aged in bourbon bar- barrels. Again, another from the High Gravity series from New Holland Brewing. Uh, originally, I wanted to bring another one from New Holland Brewing. I talked about it before. It was the Oak Aged Hatter. We talked about a bunch of the Hatter series on an earlier episode where I talked about all of those. Because I brought them back from Michigan when I came back home uh, from a visit. You want more? Uh, just a splash. I'll give you a splash. Um, that's that's more than a splash. That, no, I, I, I think that was a splash. That's a me-sized <laughs> splash. Um, I... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of bottles on this table. So much going um, on. I wanted to bring the Oak Aged Hatter back, but oh, I did geez. not know that it was a seasonal beer. So by the time I was like, all right, you know, I'm heading back in a couple days, I'll grab it. It was gone. And that was the first time that I saw the Pilgrim's Dole. So this is a beer that I had not had before tonight. But, uh, but I looked and I was like, wheat wine. Aged in bourbon barrels. I was like, okay, like uh, that could be good. This is for, for a wheat wine is a very light colored beer, and this, this is, is a dark. Wine. This is a dark color. Um, and I say this last bottle. Sounds racist, by the way. <laughs> it's you can barely you can't even see through it's this. Dark. It is dark, but it's a nice dark amber. But it's not a wheat wine. You expect almost like a blonde color. It should be a very light. The wheat, the wheat wine, white chocolate is a wheat wine, oh, okay. and that it's was. Cloudy, but here's the thing. That, that was blonde. fourteen point seven like ABV. This, this is twelve. This is twelve, and that was aged with vanilla and cocoa. So that would have more of a reason to be a dark colored beer. Um, but I say this last bottle. Let's cellar it till Chris's birthday next year. Hold. Twelve percent? Yeah. Wheat that, wine that aged in bourbon? Going. Might as well. Will, Let's, what, will Chris be able to not well, drink it for a whole year? Well, it's going to be in we, your we basement. It, will put, you not be able to drink it? We yeah, put it in that cellar. We will forget we have it. <laughs> this is... This Do you is, know how much beer I have not drank this whole year? This is better than I thought. And I'm... Yeah, it, it only came in a four pack. Um, but on the back it says rich, multi body with a unique caramelized character with hints of raisins, nuts, yeah, and figs. I will gladly it's, share that with you. It's 12%. It's fantastic. No, no, we, we fill up our glasses a little bit more than like any of these glasses should be filled. We like still, I feel like it one of have a growler to open. It has an amazing caramel yeah. on the back end. It, it this is Dancer. You're not yeah. on a microphone. You got you got to come up. Lexi's talking. It, it reminds me of Devil Dancer from Founders, which is also a high gravity. That's uh, like a quadruple. Age. It's a triple triple. triple yeah, yeah, but it, it it's very similar in the sense that it's not too much of like an alcohol burn after it, but it's but it's it very a, smooth and it's very tasty and a whole mouthful. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I know I have like I have a beer and a half. Like I feel in my glass, so I will share with anyone that wants a little I, bit I've more. I've been but sharing with your girlfriend, so <laughs> Paul, the like, end tastes like creme brulee. It does. Anytime. It's, it's such a nice like toasty like sweet like. 
Yeah. Like a caramelized. It's this is really, really, really it, good. For it's a dessert. It's it's right on the border of a dessert beer. It's yeah. so sweet. If, so if you want to spend so what it, I, I know, but like I wanted to bring like something that was aged in barrels almost, beyond like the. I'd say almost everything man. we've had from New Holland, we've solid. we've mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It's a solid beer. They make solid beer. And now this is something that I talked about before actually coming back here. Um, when are you guys gonna come to Michigan? Because I want to take you to New Holland because we have a plan. They have more <laughs> stuff on tap that you can actually only get at the brewery. It's like as, any like as tap room. Soon I can hire somebody else to watch the place while I'm away, because I don't. I'm afraid to leave the zip code. Oh, that's that. Because, like Paul, I thought of you when I ordered this. They had a like English like style ale. Stupid. They had an English ale called like London Calling that was really good there, and I was like, I I want to drink this with Paul. (laughs) People close their hand in the doors. (laughs) I, I I know, but. I, I wanted you guys to commit to when you'll be able to come. Uh, because do you have a link who I here, am with where I work? I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. like The people I work with are stupid. Paul, it's cold in here. I'm like, yeah, it's freaking 50 degrees outside. What do you want from me? Uh, because when you guys come up, we are going to Bell's. Yes. We're going to New Holland. Yes. And then we're going to finish up at Foundry from North uh, from Notre Dame. And know. Paul, when we go there, Couple we're, we're going to stop at Coonhams. Ooh. Ooh. Like Oh, yeah. Uh is that It's above. Yeah, brewery. Yeah. They have this uh this come, come hold on. Come. You got you have to be on microphone yeah, um, because I don't know if it's dry PA or D-R-I-P-A, I don't know, but I only saw it on the bottle, but it's like this rice beer, and it's very, very good from Kunhan. Very that, decent. You see how small I know, that is? I'm sorry. That's you. I don't know this what I'm what, doing here, Paul. This is what we do. This is my first normally. time with a microphone. Usually I just get up into Chris's iPad and say weird stuff, but right now, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, so. I don't know. Um, Thanks for doing it. Yeah. Bell, you know, Bells. I, I go in where I can. New Holland and Founders, at least. Because there's like three other breweries within like five minutes of the apartment that we can go to to have more stuff. Um, I do yeah. want to see Michigan State's. Uh, yeah. That's a little bit further away. Oh, is it further? I want to see their I want to say it's like an hour away. Yeah, That's where they're filming oh. Batman Superman right now. Michigan State? Michigan State. Lansing? That's actually on the way, so if you want to... You're not on a microphone. We're listening to you, and you're not talking. Lansing's not that far, but it is on the way. That's what Lexi just said. Yes. She gets lost because it sounds like it's just a normal conversation between us. I know, and that's the thing. Like, if you're not on a microphone, you're you're just... We hear you. Nobody else does. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't say that. We're family-friendly now. We've sworn a lot this episode. Or at least I have. No, we're not. You're not family-friendly? I was like, I, I no. could have sworn they swore before. We, we, we swear, swear all the time. We swear all the time. I just made a joke. Uh, but you guys, you need to come up because <laughs> New Holland is a solid brewery. Like, everything I had from them was great. And then I actually went to the brewery and they had, like, three or four more beers that they don't offer in bottles. And I was like, this is a good beer. Not something I would, you know, like, run out and buy but it's still like really good and then you get good food with it like if if you order an appetizer it's enough to feed four people so big 
Like. It was. I know I said that and it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> she said, oh my God, no, so big. And all I, we could think is, that's what she said. I know. I and she already uh, said she's willing to jump in wherever. Let's get your mind said. out of the gutter, Paul. I just can't. Say boobs for me. I really like when you say boobs. I say boobs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Wonder Woman one day, and you started talking about her boobs. It was some comic book that had uh, something on the cover. You're like, yeah, got really big boobs on the cover, too. I like that. Paul does love sluts. Sluts, 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 sluts. Every conversation about me that you guys have with me, I'm like, I don't remember this one. Yeah. I, Paul, I have but, this, but, it's like I have this weird blackout thing about myself where I don't remember. I think it's half the podcast is just us just talking. Paul, it's just Paul's, a stream of a stream of conversation going on around the show. Because so. my girlfriend's been listening and she'll be like, blah blah blah. I'm like, what? She's like, it happened on your show yesterday. I'm like, it's you, all stream of consciousness. You, you, yeah, it really is. You, you, you listen. We said that? Paul said that. He's really weird. Like, yeah, he's, he's a weird dude. <laughs> She's like, he says some weird things. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So uh, that makes sense. I, I was know, hoping but, that that was going to be a story about you saying weird stuff, but no, you just bring it back to me being weird, and you're the normal one. Well, of course she's going to think I'm the normal one. She's dating like, me. Like fairy wings. <laughs> like fairy wings. Fairy wings. Says. Fairy I know, but wings. you guys know. you guys need to come up and visit because I want I all the awesome stuff that I just brought to the table right now, like there's four more beers that they have right. on tap, and they have a whole line of spirits like whiskey, gin, like vodka that they like. There's a tequila that they have. I'll just close down the office. Just close down. Be like, Paul. You said you have you have a work phone. They can just email you on that, and then you delegate. Yes, guys. Delegate. And I and I already agreed. I told Chris that if you guys were to come up, so it could be a friend trip. I would be awesome DD to take you to these places that yeah. are an hour away. So you would have your own little party bus, and I would even let Chris and you guys pick the music. So if that's more incentive to come down, I don't know what is. Even if it's because I Swift? when we go, yeah, uh, Tom versus the Flash. Really hard for me to go to a brewery and not drink. So because here's the thing, so, that's when, the dedication I'm putting into you guys coming to visit. Because here's the thing, when we go to the breweries, I'm usually driving too, so it's like yeah. I'll have like three beers or like a uh, yeah, flight. Can we just listen to college fight songs? Da-na, 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 da-na. God, I, I okay. Like, well, here, here's the thing. Okay, Paul doesn't get to pick the music. <laughs> I, I'm fine with having. Just music in the background, and then us just totally talking nerd the whole time. We could totally talk nerd because, and record nerd. I mean, we, yeah. Because that's what we do. And talking about nerd, Essex County. We were talking about that. Essex County, but, um, if you I, are from on. a... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, if you have the chance to get the Pilgrim's Dole from New Holland Brewing, do it. Like, we were talking about the beer, but we only briefly talked about the beer. I know. It's, I, it's, I bring it back and then you. It's way bring too it good. It's way too good. I'm making it a circle. For, and you're making a mess. Uh, it for it's a four pack. It's it's. Really, I think it was like eleven ninety nine for oh, the four pack. But it's worth it because it's four pack though. Here's the thing. It's eleven ninety nine. It's nine dollars for a bomber of the Anderson Valley yeah. bourbon beers. It's eleven ninety nine. For a four pack of the Dark Penance from Founders, which as an imperial ounces is a four pack. It's an imperial um, black IPA, like 
really good. For a bomber. I would buy this before the Dark Pendants, which we'll probably wind up talking about. Yeah, we soon. had that the other night. Like it's good, but this oh my 16. god! I think the Mosaic Promise is better pack, than fifty so percent uh, more. They're they're different enough beers that it's hard oh, to I mean, compare. It's, but it's a I mean it's a pale Mo- ale Mosaic versus Promise, a... completely drinkable. So a four this pack at eleven ninety nine is the same as a bomber at fourteen ninety nine. Mm, fourteen ninety nine for a bomber, I would pay that. Because what did you pay for the old crustacean? Oof. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. 20. Yeah, I would take that, that before. Uh, but you're paying for that ceramic. Yeah. Yeah, but that's true because that uh, evil twin uh, biscotti beer that I bought was. Twenty bucks, really? But Fuck, that's thank also you. Happy a birthday to me. That's also from. It's an import. It's an import, and it's from Evil Twin, who mm-hmm. are limited. They they go to other breweries in that batch, area yeah. and make those beers. And this is distri- It's distributed by this. Brooklyn. Yeah. Or something, but it's an no, they didn't have this when we were at the brewery. I'm having a cider conversation because we're talking about. The Pilgrim's Dole. This, this is hap- this is what happens when we just drink a lot before we record and then record. This this beer is so good. Like, no, it's fine because this is so good and like we didn't know it was this good and it was like we were just where they made this. Like we we probably could have to go it. home. <laughs> like I can understand why you like it so much because it is so creme brulee at the end. It does have a creme brulee. It is it creme brulee. I would take this over the it's creme brulee because you it's, know not because it's not as sweet. It's not as yeah. sweet, but it does but have it those flavors exactly the same. <laughs> oh my! God. You like, don't get the you don't get the it's like a roasted bourbon vanilla. Get, give me my yeah, glass you back. You get that roasted. Oh my God! It's. <laughs> You guys are so great. That's why you're my friends. You know why? Because I'm like, I have to work Wait, tomorrow. Yeah, I, I have to work. I have to work. I'm on vacation. Um, but Essex County. Uh, Essex County, so I, about- I think, is a great beer. Or a great beer. A, 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 <laughs> yes. Where, where is my mind? Is a good book. If you are from a small town, if you are a hockey fan, if you have those type of connections, there, there's a lot of hockey. There is so much. Paul, hockey. when John was like, "If you're I'm a fan, sorry, I don't see all that no, much." And here's the thing, Paul, 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 you're wearing like, a hockey sweatshirt. <laughs> Paul, right now. You're like, and it's like it's every, barely any hockey. Every three pages, there's someone like, "Oh, I got tickets to the game. Like, do you want to go? Like, or it's to the base Leafs game. Oh, it's straight up like, hey, we're watching this game, or it's like." We're at the game, or I'm playing in the game. Yeah, this is so steeped in Canadian culture. I don't think that's that far off from real life. I don't know. I I, I think you're either watching the game, wanting to be in the game, or this is so Canadian. Or or the only teams they talk about are like that game. Like there's a game. The only teams they talk about are like Toronto and the Canadians, like Ottawa. Yes, the Senators. Um, like Montreal. Mm Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies, oh, which, well, is yeah, which is a mi- uh, yeah, yeah, the minor league, the minor league, but it's all the, the you know, it's all Canadian teams. Like yeah. basically, there's only like five teams that they talk about, and it's all Canadian. Oh no, they talk about the Bruins too. So yeah, I yeah. lied. Yeah, because they hate the Bruins. Well, yeah, everyone hates the Bruins, as you should. Yeah, if you're from Boston, fuck you. But if wow. You- 
Way Paul, to lose listeners. Paul, we went to a uh, Bruins Sabres game. Yeah, we Fuck the fuck we, we've, been, we've been to Boston. Yeah, fuck Boston. Um, it's not a bad book. It's not a bad read, but it's something that you have to be in the mood for. Yeah. And I was not in the mood for this. You want book. a small? You need to want a small character story, quiet narrative, just driven by the characters, and want to be. You have to be ready to be taken on an emotional ride and be okay with it. And if here's the you're thing. expecting, you know, Splash Mountain to be dropped over and over again, you're not going to get that. It's but, a it's a small world ride. It's not yeah. it's not Splash Mountain. But here's the thing too, like I enjoyed it more talking about it just within like the past like twenty minutes. We talked about the book for five minutes. We talked about the. Beginning I, well, no, we, we talked about we talked about the we book. We talked about it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it more actually talking about it and reflecting on it than I did when I was actually reading it because it's a lot of. I feel bad saying this way. It's a lot of filler because it's a lot of you're looking at panels of someone like looking at you, looking up panel of the sky with a bird flying above it's it. All I, I it's read, all emotion. It's I all read probably storytelling and almost setting stage. 400 pages of this book in less than an hour. <laughs> it, and it, it, it's more about the reflection of it than the actual yeah. reading of it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's nice to be able to read it and then talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Like, it's better with us talking about it and looking back on it than it is. I don't think it is a bad written book. The art isn't like amazing art, but the art does fit the book and the tone. I'm surprised that we kind of all focus in on that second story. And I, I feel well, like I first story in, is there's really not, short. Yeah. There's and not then a the lot. The first story is really short. There's yeah. not a lot to that first story too like because I it's a kid more with that second story because. I'm afraid of that happening to me. Yeah. Well, that first story, it's a kid growing up with his uncle, and he doesn't want to be there, but that's the only family that he has. So it's all escapism. Mm -hmm. It's him, you know, going to the gas station, getting that comic book, being like... Creating his own comic book. And creating his own comic book, and being like, I'm going to fight the aliens today, because, you know, they're coming to attack us, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's nobody here. And... And then to the gas station attendant, who may or may not be... We already talked about this. It, it, it is, is his father. It, it's his father being like, oh, well, what are you going to do? Like, being there alongside him. But the, it's just not enough there to be that like... knife twist right there. Like, my uncle doesn't get me. Well, that's because he's never had kids, and maybe that's why he doesn't get me. He's like, and, well, you never had kids, and you get me. I, the like, whole time I was reading that story, I was like, oh, no, this is his dad. And especially, like, when his uncle's like, oh, that's something your dad used to say. I was like, I'm just waiting for the moment him, for the moment for him to say it. Mm-hmm. And you you get that. And I was like, yeah. It, it's, it was one of those stories that was so caught up in its own tropes that I, I was looking for it. So maybe that distracted yeah. me. But that second story... Yeah, that was a little gut-wrenching where it's the old man that's, like, jumping back and forth from, like, where he is to where he was. And it's it like, is no, this is what I remember. And yeah. also him, in a way, trying to get back into that. Because mm-hmm. he says, like, no, this isn't where I am. 
this is where yeah. I am. And he goes back in time. And he also, he, to also, he loses his hearing that makes him even more separated than everyone else. And here, here's the thing, too, with it. As, you know, being from Buffalo, like, going up to Toronto at least, like, once or twice a year, when they were talking about the TTC, I was like, I've seen the TTC, like, monorails. Like, I've been stuck behind them, like, driving down <laughs> King Street. Like, I get this. I know this. So, like, was this right, the dude that was driving? Or, like, is that why they were going slow? Like, so slow? Because he can't hear what's happening? Like, it was at that point that... And this could be why I enjoyed the second story a little bit more. It's like, it sold to me because this is all stuff that I've seen mm-hmm. and I know about because Toronto is like a two-hour drive for us. Like, we go there. We've we, gone there. We, you've heard it on the show. Like, this is all stuff that's happened. We've had recordings of the episode on a drive up to like, and in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was talking to John, like... You weren't party of this, Paul, and I'm sorry, okay. but this was like the, one of those like on the side, like I don't read the slice of life comics because you love the slice of life. I I live the life, like I don't need to see someone like going about their daily business and being depressed because hey, I'm doing that, <laughs> you know, like you know, give. Give me someone, like, flying through the stars, like, shooting their fucking ring at shit because, like, hey, that's what I do. I'm like, that's cool. Like, you give me someone, like, hey, here I am at my job. I'm driving down the street. I know this route. I don't need to pay attention to it so I can zone out. I don't mind it. Like, I I don't want to read that because it's like, here I am. I'm at the mall. I'm talking to a customer saying the same thing I say to every customer. I live that life. I don't want to read it. I I guess I... I know I live a very blessed life. Like, I'm very lucky to be where I'm at. You have a dog. I do have a dog, and I have a wonderful uh, wife, and I have a, you know, a nice house, and I feel great little, friends. An amazing fam. Yeah, full of IKEA and great <laughs> friends, full of beer. I'm jealous. And, and it is. I have a very nice little niche that I've built out for myself, and it's it's good. It's good, you know, and. Seeing the slice of life where I can kind of relate to these characters that are going about their day and going about the dreary business, I enjoy because it's a different take on that life, you know? And it's it's not... There's no point in Essex County that I think any comp- characters are complaining about the life they're living. Uh, Lou is complaining about the life. He, he's reflecting on his life, life and saying, he's saying, why he did made I mistakes. Do yeah. He he understands the mistakes he's he's made, and he understands that it's him. Hang on, I'm a friend. <laughs> but I just drew that on his uh, page. He keeps a note sheet. That's what I wrote, and it's like a jack o' lantern smile. But it's not it's not somebody that doesn't understand <laughs> that they made those mistakes and is blaming anybody else. It's an honest look at themselves. I would say so. It is definitely an honest look. It's not. It's. It's a man reflecting upon his mm-hmm. life, and it is the most interesting part of the book. The night nurse section, the nurse section, ties everything together. Yeah, where it's her past story was she was a nun, and... Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it ties everything together. 
or no, 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 her great grandmother. Yeah, her great grandmother was a nun. Yeah, was a nun. It yeah. ties. It ties the town. I didn't need that history lesson with her family. With the family tree. It, it, it that that was not necessary at all. But her going through and speaking, and saying, "Hey, you should talk to your son," and then going to the uncle, "Hey, you should let him talk to you." Her going and having her lunch at her husband's grave. Her having a shitty son. Like, all that stuff was interesting enough, and it tied everything together. It it wrapped everything up. Yeah. And then when I all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit, there's more? There's I, No, the story's ended. Now I got this other shit I have to read. I was like, close the book. I'm done. I'm not reading past that. Yeah. The other stuff is just more, uh, you know, like side kind of stories of kind of their, you know, characters that were on the side. So it's not that big of a deal. You knew that. Um, but I well, feel like yeah. all the nice nurses uh, are... I get the beer. She drank the rest of mine. I drank this much. What? <laughs> she, she drank... Uh, but... You know, I, I feel like it's all very honest, and it's all very true, and it's not negative at all. There's sad stuff that happens. It's it's looking back and reflecting and being sad about things, but also accepting those things. It's a heavy book, and it's... It's not, and it's, woe is me. It's no, like, this is me. It's, 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 this is life. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's a heavy book, and you got to be in the right mind frame yeah. to read it. And I was just, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story, but it's just something that I didn't want to read. And it. You guys are going to hate Day Tripper. Really? Uh, Gabriel Bath, uh, Fabian Moon. Yeah. Really? Every every issue is the person dying at the end. Oh. Spoiler alert. Um, nothing to do with that, but Gabriel Bath working with the Luna. Gerard Way, Gerard Way writing Edge of the Spider-Verse number five. Paul, did you re- uh, get a chance to check out... Was it five yeah. or four? It's number five. Um, Spider-Verse number five. It's... It's a lot of fun. Which one is that? Is that... Um, who, who's the Spider-Man? It's like a little, like, Japanese girl. Oh. Like whose father was like this, like spider before her, but like the spider is this, um, like biometric like, spider that bites you if you're like worth it. Ah, oh. and then you're able to like get into this like spider man mech. Okay, that fights whatever like <laughs> villain pops up. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and it was one of those things. Was like. I really want to read this and more of this. I I I actually really like the book too. When you put up that picture with Spider Ham appearing, yeah, I did. Not, I was like, oh, I yeah. gotta read the next Spider like, issue. The girl that's like the pilot of like like the Spider, like she's on a subway and then like Spider Man Noir and like Spider Ham show. It looked it was like, like yeah, was it because he's I, I don't know a black issue it was like or a black costume. It's I, I haven't like read another... enough. But it's like Spider Ham and another Spider Man. Showman's like, uh, so how are you doing? By the way, somebody's, somebody's trying, trying to, to kill, kill all of us. <laughs> and it was like, fuck, this book came out of nowhere, and it's awesome. 
as I knew it would be. It's making me want to read more of the what's going on in the Spider-Man stuff. And here's the thing. When I was looking up for books to come out for this week for the list, I was like, oh, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man number eight. Well, no, that's not the first part of the Spider-Verse crossover. It's number nine. Like, I can wait. I, I'm on board. Yeah, me too. They got me. Um, I, I really like the Gwen Stacy stuff. I was super psyched about her getting her own series. And then when they mentioned um, the Silk character, which is another one of yeah, the Spider-Women, like, she's supposed to be so much different than the other Spider-Women, girls, what have you, that she's really going to be something that's going to steal the show is from what the articles I've been reading. So it's like, I am really interested in this Spider-Man stuff that they're doing. And the fact that, like, Spider-Ham's there, I remember reading those as a little kid, like, having them and reading them and thinking they were so bizarre. So, yeah, I'm definitely interested in that Spider-Man stuff. And Essex County. (laughs) (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Uh, We're wrapping it up. up. But uh, next month for... Next month for our trade and policy... We're going to be doing James Tinian III's The Woods. Uh, the first volume just came out. What? It's, an, it's uh, a brand uh, new... Uh, it's my pick. No, you did the one right before, Paul. No, you just did The Strange Tales of Luther Strode. Oh, it's your pick? It's it my is. pick. It is and my, pick. And my pick is from one of our listeners. We're going to be doing Rat Queens Volume 1 from Image Comics. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, if you want to pick after that, because we'll do a listener pick. Listener pick. If the listeners, you know, are so nice to give us a listener pick. Yeah, well, we, we received an email from mm-hmm. one of our listeners, and I was like, hey, I think you guys should read Raccoon's Volume 1, so hey, we're doing it. Oh my goodness. And how can they email us, Chris? They can email us over at contactedbaggingbroadcast.com. What if they hate email and only want to tweet at us? Well, they can tweet us at Board. <laughs> And how about if they hate Twitter and email and just want to Facebook us? Well, we're begging board on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you can find us on iTunes, you can find oh, us on everything. I love you when you guys find us on iTunes. I love it when you guys rate us and but review us. I was going to say, oh, you, you love John, it even more John, when they rate us and review us. John loves it. I hate it. Because if I love it, they won't do it. But we've proven scientifically with experiments, people experiments. like people like me more than you. Yes, that when John likes something, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to talk about the Scott Snyder stuff with like the Joker <laughs> playing card. No, no, when we do, that's the only scientific stuff we've done. No, no, we've done a, a scientific experiment, and John gets more readings and reviews than I do. So, John, where can they do that at? iTunes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I like beer. But hey, make sure you check us out. We're Begging Board. BeggingBoard.com. Uh, look into the show notes. They'll be up a little bit late this week. But that's where you can find out all about what we're drinking, what we're reading. You can see the dramatic reading panels over there as well. That's the hub for all things Begging Board. And the Facebook's a close number, too. BeggingBoard.com. Facebook slash Begging Board. <laughs>